So today is the uh, 20th of March, first day of spring 2023, and we are at the Owner's Perspective. Yes. The new and improved podcast at Eagle Land Brokerage. A couple things I learned this last week was sit up, uh, speak clearly, <laughs> don't wear a sweater that makes you look pudgy. <laughs> I, l- I heard that. Yeah, yeah. So, I was told to talk a little quieter. Is that right? So I'm gonna be like NPR over here, just <laughs> real soft. We don't want to do that. No, we don't. We don't want to do that. No. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's amazing. You know, we had our first podcast. Um, we it went pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the uh, we have statistics, and uh, it it turned out to get seen by quite a few folks, and it was good. So we're excited to have podcast number two and right. uh, one of the things that we're going to be doing is basically talking uh, to professionals but also um, basically explaining properties you know a lot of times we have so much glitz and glitter in the world of the real estate that when you just talk nuts and bolts is really helpful and um, I think it was helpful last week when we did that on porters yeah yeah absolutely Kind of get into the meats and potatoes of it and really explain, you know, what's really hard to evaluate from a write-up or a map or anything other than just getting on the phone, calling, and getting the details from a broker and from somebody that knows the place. Sure. You know. Well, it's good. And Brittany does such a good job um, putting in the exhibits behind the scenes. So it's, um, it, it, it to me, it's a lot of clarity. And uh, I had a guy that looked at our last podcast on Porter's. And went and had been on the ranch and uh, basically said, man, it's, I, I can see it all. It makes a lot of sense. So that's kind of what our goal is, is to make sure that we can provide the best information we can mm-hmm. so a buyer can look at the information and, um, and feel like they've been there and right. make good sense. Right. Say, nobody wants to burn jet fuel and come see, um, they want to see Bo Derek and they see Bo Diddley. <laughs> 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 we just can't, we can't, we just can't do that. No, no. <laughs> so, so this is Bo Derek today. We're going to talk about the Canyon View Ranch. Okay. And Reese has that listed for sale, so I'm just going to kind of shut up and let him talk. Absolutely. You know, when we get into some of these places and we're trying to get in a perspective and put people, you know, where in the world are we, and things like that, it always helps to start out and work your way in. So, thinking about the state of Colorado, we are on the western slope. So on the western side of the state, um, and the ranch is located, if you drew, I always picture this, if you drew a triangle from Grand Junction to Telluride and then to Gunnison, in the middle of that triangle is a little valley called Cimarron, Colorado. 28 miles east of Montrose, 34 miles west of Gunnison. And we sit along that thoroughfare, which is U.S. Highway 50, that runs between Gunnison and Montrose. You know, a lot of these places to get to these kind of properties with this kind of elevation and diversity, um, sometimes you got to drive like an hour down a bumpy dirt road to get to. Um, you can fly into a jet capable airport. We are 23 minutes to the ranch gate. Wow. So, I mean, you can fly your big jet in and drive a sports car to the ranch gate. Mm-hmm. Now, from there, you're going to want something a little bit bigger than a sports car. <laughs> but access is one of the key factors, you know. And I, this ranch has two plus miles of highway frontage starts off at 8400 feet on one end rises to 8600 feet and then falls on the other end on the what we call the face of the ranch back at 8400 feet with a ridge up the middle and it climbs to 9200 feet in elevation 
which is where we have utilities, powers, and cabins, and then it falls back toward the Black Canyon. It makes about a nine to 9,000, about 200 feet in elevation, variances down and up and down, and then it rises back to 9,200 feet before it descends down into the Black Canyon. So extremely diverse ranch for its size, uh, year-round access, 20, 25 minutes from town, um, and it just has a lot, a lot of features to it that we'll get into. But um, Yeah, so start here with just how many acres is it? 2,209 acres. Okay. So, you know, the geographical layout of it is you got about 700-plus acres of that lower country, your oak, your sage, with the spotted aspens in that 8,400 to 9,200 feet in elevation. Then you get to the top of the ranch, you got about a little over 1,400 acres of alpine. So big ponderosa, juniper, pinion uh, mixed in with some oak, and then a lot of big aspen clusters. When that storm system comes across the west and hits that Fitzpatrick Mesa cliff, it just dumps snow on the ranch. And that's how we're able to get those huge mature trees on the property. And there's aspens on it. I can't even get my arms around. Yeah. Just big, healthy groves of trees on this ranch. Big open meadows? Big open meadows. So I think it was about a year ago, two years ago, uh, we actually did a mitigation project on the ranch and did about 120 acres of sage mitigation, reseeded those pastures in the winter, let that grass come in through that fresh snow melt, and it just really took off. Yeah. So Good. So a little irrigated ground? There is a little irrigated ground. So with the ranch comes two shares of Blue Creek Ditch. And that uh, ditch starts up at Blue Creek at a diversion. It's about three miles from the ranch and runs down to a diversion gate just across the street and then diverts over into a ditch that runs across the corner of the ranch. So Division 4 DNR website has us mapped out about 105 acres of irrigated ground. We're actually a little bit closer to under 70 acres that we're irrigating. Now, it can be done a little bit more to irrigate a little bit more, but you know, actually we're, we're irrigating under 70 acres on there. And it's, it's, it's a good, you know, a little bit of extra feed and water for cows and feeds into a big pond that we built down there. And, you know, that adjudication date, I believe was 1913 on that ditch. So. Yeah. Well, didn't you take some of that water? You spoke of a pond down below and tell me a little bit about that new pond. So we built a pond down there. It's uh, 14 foot deep, which is 14 million gallons. And so we're able to divert in our new head gate is water to that pond so we can take some of that early water the runoff and fill that pond up and then it can flow out as it starts to get filled up and run on down from there uh, i think it's uh, i think the technical term is a keyway dam that yep. was constructed um, so had a very experienced uh, dozer operator build that pond for us and that's actually one of two ponds of that size on the ranch yeah great so, you know, I, I know this ranch pretty well, and so um, I think one of the big features to it, uh, you know, uh, uh, is the access from the highway up to the main section of the ranch, because the ranch begins at the highway at a lower elevation and climbs up to the mesa top, but there's two accesses to the mesa top. So explain that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely. So from the ranch gate, like you said, you know, starting off at that 8,600 feet and climbs to 9,200, there are two access points. Uh, one goes up right at the middle of the ridge and comes up right where the cabins and home site utilities are. So um, the, the nice thing about it is you actually have water and power at the home sites, which are at 9,200 feet in the trees with your view looking back toward the Cimarron Mountains. And then there's another access that heads off toward the east and comes actually my favorite way to get up there. 
uh, I would I would personally make that the owner's access, yeah. where you have this beautiful, elegant drive up through, and you get right to that edge habitat where those aspen trees are starting to come down into those oaks and sage, and that is another access that comes up. Long, sweeping curve to take you up to this top road. You turn around and look back, and you're looking right down in the Cimarron Valley back toward Ungaprogri Peak and uh, Sheep Mountain. Yeah. You know, I've always liked that about the ranch, where you have um, – it's a it's a like more of a utility entrance to the ranch mm-hmm. if you have guests coming in but the owner can come in and have his own private access and it's um really pristine and and uh and uh much more private so um it, i've always liked that about the place absolutely and you know um it's always nice to have that separation where you do have that owner's access you can put a gate in and have that really elegant approach but you, you still need some utility access and right where that utility access is um you know i got two power meters uh, there's a well there that's 800 foot deep 400 feet of storage water that pumps 12 gallons a minute well wow. which at that elevation is impressive and then I think there's four own propane tanks and two septic systems, two little cabins right there, and just an excellent building spot yeah. for an owner that wants to have something. As I said before, to create some separation out between this and other ranches, have year-round access and a building envelope with utilities at the top of the ranch. So it sounds like it's a, it's a pretty place. It is gorgeous. It is gorgeous. So from the property and different spots, we can see everything from the other side of Lake City all the way to the LaSalle's, just mountain views all around. Yeah. You know, and uh, just just a gorgeous, gorgeous ranch and a great little cattle place, too, for seasonal grazing. I think as you, as um, you know, the... We look at the ranch, and you look at the different mountain views, but then you also look at the Black Canyon of the Gunnison. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's pretty strong. That is pretty strong. Uh, very few properties have that um, view corridor into Mara Point. So the Gunnison River is actually a terrace of three different reservoirs between Blue Mesa, which is the largest body of water in Colorado, Mara Point, Crystal, and then it flows on down in the Delta Valley. So from the ranch, you're looking down – on the back side of the ranch looking down into Mara Point, this deep, just mystical canyon of water that it just is it's feels like taking a step back in time. Yeah. You know, like you're in a different world when you're back there on the back of the ranch looking down into that reservoir. Well that's actually a national park, you know, and so you get to the back edge of that, you know, from Montrose, that's the closest national park to the Montrose area and people come from all over the country to to the black canyon for that scenic beauty it's got such a dramatic feel and i've always seen how the light changes going through there and it's just super impressive it is and then you know so while that's managed by the park service uh that's known as cure county recreational area mm-hmm. so if you have a ranch that backs up to the national park you can't go hunting that yeah but cure county recreational area you can oh and so right behind the ranch conservatively there's about 800 acres that is accessible from that you can walk from the ranch onto but the public have no ability to access yeah uh, just because they would have to it's all cliffed out going down into the reservoir hmm. and it's not a reservoir that you can just take a sporting boat on either it's a hand launch dock and so that the boat there's not any boat traffic down below huh. it's very pristine Talk about the hunting a little bit. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're, this ranch is located entirely in Unit 64, which is a sister unit to 65. It's a considered an over-counter unit 
and uh, but it does have one rifle season, which is the first rifle you'll need to apply for. The rest of it, there's a store down the road that uh, has great little pies, and we buy tags right from that store, just five minutes from the ranch. So the owner will fly his buddies out. We'll drive from the airport to the little store, buy the tags right there. It, tell, tell me a little bit. You harvest an elk or a deer on the property like that. What do you do with it? I mean, as far as taking care of it, as far as processing, things like that. <laughs> we, uh, we took a winch. Winched it into the back of the UTV, drove it onto a trailer, and took it down to goods processing. Yeah. <laughs> and it was done. We, we tagged it first. Yeah, yeah tagged it first. We tagged it first, then took it down. It was super easy. Just super easy, yeah. Super easy to do. And, that, you know, you got over-the-counter over for elk, uh, landowner tags for deer on this property. Well, tell me, didn't – I mean, somebody shot a wall hanger on that. I mean, uh, it's kind of a bum of a guy. Oh, yeah, he's a – you know, uh, a little redneck from Arkansas, but, uh, you know, we work with what we can. But, yeah, he shot about a 194. Wow. He's a little bitty guy, though, you know. And, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was a, so I'll have that. I'm hoping to have that mount back this summer. What's the, what's the elk quality like? You know, um, historically, the ranch was hunted pretty aggressively. And, uh, but there are some quality bulls in there. I've got some on camera that probably 320, 330 size bulls, but there's a lot of that, you know, three, 290 to 300 bulls on the ranch, uh, which is getting better. This year we passed on six bulls opening weekend of archery. Oh, six bulls within 20 yards. Well, wow. opening weekend of archery. So there's quite a, there's an abundance of elk. The quality is, is, is coming along. And, yeah. you know, what you have to really provide on a ranch, and one thing this one really has the ability to do is self-regulated sanctuaries. And so down Stumpy Creek and down Corral Creek, there are just crevices and canyons and drainages that have water feed and bedding that we just don't go hunting, that we let the elk be unpressured, that nobody else can really get into either, and let those elk come out of those drainages. That's where really the big bulls come out of. Yeah. Um, so it's got opportunity. I mean, they're throughout the entire season from early archery all the way into fourth with the microhabitats and the habitats across the property. We can hunt it from all all the all the seasons that they're offered. Yeah. And um, so, but the, what has impressed me the most is the deer quality. I mean, the day after I shot that 194, we saw a bigger bull in the back. Or a bigger buck, yeah. Bigger buck, yeah. Yeah. I'll help you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I tried to do it again. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is we've got a place 23 minutes from the airport in Montrose. You've got a ranch that looks like a elk hunting video. It's up in the trees. Really, really pretty once you get there. So very forested, big open meadows. Got great views. Real special that you're back up against the Curry County National recreational area um you got a couple little cabins that you can stay in but you know certainly a place to build a trophy house and uh and really high quality hunting absolutely absolutely i mean it's it's a ranch that when you start to get really picky with a buyer that wants it all wants the access wants year round wants utilities wants trees wants irrigation wants water wants views wants you know creek frontage all those little you know check boxes it, it checks them all you know, and, and this ranch for that elevation is really, really impressive. And for its size to have as, I mean, there are over 20 ponds on the ranch, 22 plus springs, um, grazing application for six months. So you get really cheap ag status on that, even with improvements, utilities, 
Uh, I mean, I could go on and on about the place, but it is absolutely spectacular. Very mature groves of trees from dark timber to aspen. Uh, it has all the diversity of habitat you could ever want on a place. South-facing slopes with oak that you'll want in the late season. Um, just a just a beautiful, beautiful piece of dirt. So close to town, so accessible. Well, what I'm hearing is this. We have a complete ranch. That is, um, if you're that hunting enthusiast and you want something that's beautiful, but you want a family kind of legacy ranch that's close to town where you can get to Gunnison, get back to Montrose, um, um, get into the Cimarron, which I believe is one of the most beautiful valleys in, in all of Colorado, you know, and lots of recreational opportunity. This ranch really is positioned to kind of um, capture all those different areas and benefit from all those different attributes. So um, Canyon View Ranch is listed by Reese Lovell at Eagle Land Brokerage exclusively. He is uh, taking this on and working very hard at it. Got great information. And Reese has some really good information coming out, um, some new techniques of, of marketing as far as some display information and taking kind of that data information that we provide to a new level. So we're excited to have that. So we'll unveil that sometime here um, in the near future. So. Um, just want to thank you for tuning in, and this is The Owner's Perspective. I'm Joey Burns. I'm with Reese Lovell, and um, this is Eagle Land Brokerage. Thank you.